Beautiful music this afternoon. Thank you all. I love this reading that, that Tamara did. I believe it was the reading in my own ordination some 13 years ago. It, that's how important it is to me. I particularly like this line, It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed the children. But what does interest me, it does interest me that in the spirit of the living tradition we have come here today, it does interest me in this place made sacred by our presence and the presence of the mighty cloud of witnesses of those aged men and gracious women and little children who though they are invisible to our outward eyes still speak within our hearts. I want to know if you can feel their presence. It doesn't interest me that on the, I'm sorry, it does interest me (laughs) that on these occasions colleagues gather to join the the ordaining congregation to worship together and to sing and to pray and to be still and to be alert. To take in the exquisite treasures of being present in such a moment in the life of a church, in the life of a ministry. I want to know if you know. These are grand moments when hope and vision speak most clearly. It doesn't interest me that we come to celebrate. I'm sorry, it does interest me. (laughs) Help me out here if I'm having any trouble. It does interest me. That we come to celebrate an old tradition, the ordaining of a new minister. I want to know if when we come together, we can see the best in each other. I want to know if we can dream together of a world of justice. If we can hold hands and hug and acknowledge hurts and heal. Because that does matter. When one person's calling is affirmed in this way, each of us has a chance and must listen with the hope of catching a glimmer of our own vocation to try and grasp more firmly the call that we were created for. But we also must listen for our collective calling. An ordination like the overture in a symphony is meant to lift up the themes of the ministry of the ordinand. And I have to say, I've never been to an ordination service which had a charge to the broader ministry. This is something that Elizabeth came up with and asked for. It tells us a lot about her and her commitment to our faith tradition. She's been a leader at the national level among Unitarian Universalists and since, she was, since she was a teenager. And so she calls us to look at a broader view of mutual understanding and cooperation. And I am confident that her ministry will continue to have a reach far beyond the congregations that she serves. As for those of us in Tulsa, soon after I arrived here, a little over 12 years ago, Hope had an interim minister minister named Bruce Bodie. Does anyone remember Bruce Bodie? All right. All right. So I have not felt so hopeful about the relationship between Hope Unitarian Church and All Souls since he left until now. 
when Bruce was here, there was a wonderful camaraderie between the ministers of all the churches in Tulsa and between the ministers of all the churches and the members of all the churches of Tulsa. I can remember fond memories in our homes, in our congregations, hosting uh, district assembly. And that's when we launched the Tenebrae service using all the congregations. Yeah, that was Bruce's idea. It's still, for me, the most powerful worship service of every year. We began doing a combined Thanksgiving meal during that time. We even coordinated events, and we promoted our activities together and for each other. I just thought that was the way it was supposed to be, and that's the way that it would always be. I hope we can make it that way again, and I know that Elizabeth has that in her mind as well. It does matter to me, too, that we live in one of the most religious conservative cities in America. It does matter to me that if it were up to the dominant religious viewpoint, women in Oklahoma would not have the right to make their own choices regarding their pregnancies. There would be Christian prayer in school. The Ten Commandments would be on the courthouse lawn. And creationism exhibit at the zoo. That matters to me. How about you? It does matter to me that we're 49th in the country in just about every indicator of community health. It matters to me that Mississippi is starting to have bumper stickers that say, at least we're not Oklahoma. It matters that the hunger rates are astronomical, the abuse and the addiction is through the roof, that the attitudes about immigrants are disgusting. I want to know whether you know that we have a calling and no one of our churches can afford to go it alone. We need to work together to give voice to the voiceless, clothe to the naked, food to the hungry, to counter the asinine and anti-intellectual fundamentalist impulses of this place. It's a real mess. (laughs) And this city needs people like us, people who it does interest, it does matter to us. I want to know if you know that we need each other. It's an honor to be here. Elizabeth, we are all so proud of you, and you make us better just because we know you and you're a part of our lives. And our churches, if our churches in Tulsa can't find a way to go back to the fun and the familiarity that we had in a past era, just because it was fantastic and it was joyful and it was just a better way of being when we were together, then if we can't just do that because of that, then let's do it for Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) Or for Polly Hallway. Or for Bill. Or for Hope and W.R. Hallway and so many others who helped put up this place, kept it alive, made sure that this part of our city had the voice of liberal religion the free faith. 
This is the highest place in Tulsa County. Highest place in Tulsa County. Wow. I want to know, are you open and are you willing to honor those who go before us? Because it does matter. It really does.